Warning, this episode contains mentions of death, dying, and suicidal ideation, topics that can be sensitive to some. Listener discretion is advised. This podcast is a love letter to my VAs, OBMs, and PMs out there. I see you. You started your business for the freedom. You started your business for your family. You started your business for a million other reasons that only you know. But you're stuck and you're struggling. Well, no more. Get ready to move. Get ready to grow and learn together. We're here to work through the tech, work through the growing pains, and work towards a business that you can fall in love with over and over again. See that woman over there who's running it like a boss? Let's go ask her how she did that. Welcome, welcome. How are you? I am just loving these first few official days of summer. Vacation with Scott, my mom, and the girls officially kicks off today, and it is going to be so magical. I can already feel it. And you know what? We actually surprised the girls with tickets to see the musical Chicago on Broadway while we are in New Jersey and then, of course, in New York. And it's going to be their first Broadway musical ever. And it's even more special because my absolutely amazing friend, Kimberly Marable, is currently playing uh, Velma Kelly and starring as Velma Kelly in Chicago on Broadway. So I cannot wait. And I love that we're getting to spend this time enjoying things that all of us really, really love. So with that, reminder for you that today we're currently enrolling for my brand new four-week summer program for agency owners. It's called the Agency Owners Summer Soiree. And if you are an agency owner feeling the pull between summer fun and making sure you stay sustainable, then this is definitely for you. The goal of the Agency Owners Summer Soiree is to create space for more fun times this summer while also being super intentional about moving the needle forward in our businesses in the most impactful way possible. So Each week, you'll be given one operational task and one marketing task to work through. It's about truly moving the needle forward and then getting back to the family time and the family fun. Yes, yes. So we start July 17th, and by the end of the four weeks, you will have spent more time enjoying the gorgeous weather while also being amazed at how much more calm, focused, aligned, and set up for fall success your agency feels. So check out the Agency Owner Summer Soiree at TashaBooth.com forward slash summer. That is TashaBooth.com forward slash summer. And if you enroll before July 1st, you will get a summer soiree tank top or t-shirt, your choice, mailed directly to you. If you have any questions about this program, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram at the Tasha Booth. That's the Tasha Booth. I really, really hope you'll join us. I cannot wait to get started. Okay. Speaking of getting started, let's head into today's episode. Our guest today is Lauren Marie Fleming. Lauren is the author and founder of School for Writers, a woman-run and queer-owned business on a mission to help diversify publishing. In her 20-year writing career, Lauren has been featured in prominent media outlets including Good Morning America, Glamour, Exo Jane, Autostraddle, and Cosmo, and has had columns for Curve Magazine, Vice Magazine, and The Huffington Post. Lauren is a highly sought after public speaker, and she's often brought in to speak as an expert on creativity as a cure for burnout, starting a movement through story and the healing power of writing. Get your pen and your paper out and ready, my friends, because today Lauren is giving us some amazingly tangible advice that won't just change your business, but has the potential to absolutely change your life. I cannot wait. So let's go ask Lauren how she learned how to prioritize true rest. 
Lauren, I am so excited that you're here. Thanks for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me on. I feel like we're besties already. And this is really exciting to finally get to see your face. Uh, I'm so excited too. I follow you on TikTok and we're going to link to your TikTok. I don't know if you included it in like your URLs or whatever, but I'm linking to it because I think others should follow you on TikTok. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Find me on Instagram too. I'm on Instagram. Definitely. Yes, definitely. So tell me a little bit about who you are and what you do. So my name is Lauren Marie Fleming, and I'm an author and a story coach. And for me, kind of my passion and my purpose in life has always been to look at the stories that we're telling ourselves in the world, the literal stories like books, but also Mm -hmm. the stories that I tell and absorb of who I am and what I can be, and then ask ourselves, can we tell a better story? Mm -hmm. So I run a program called Write Your Friggin' Book Already, and I work especially with small business owners and helping them look at the stories that they're telling the world and ask, where's the book in that? And then ask how we can become the expert in what we do by telling our story and how we can ask ourselves, what are the better stories we can tell in our life and our businesses as well. And so I look at writing a book as a holistic life-changing practice and it takes a couple years. So you might as well use that content and use that process to change yourself and boost your business and boost your expertise while you're doing it. Ah, love all of that. And yeah, a couple, a few years ago, um, I thought like I started going from, I will never want to write a book to like, maybe and now I'm like, okay, I think I have a book in me, but I'm still, I before we got on, I was like, yes, give me another two years. And then I think I'm ready. So, well, and I think we make the process out to be this big, scary thing that we have to do. And like, we have to be ready to do when we yeah. start it. No, that's why my program is like a lifetime program. I want you in it for the next 10 years because our stories are constantly being told. Yeah. And we think of writing a book as this thing you have to do right now, right here, quick. And you have to have a certain amount of followers and you have to hit the New York Times bestseller list. And there's this right way and that right way. And great tips for making it, you know, but like, what if you just sat there and asked yourself, what's the story I need to tell mm-hmm. and what's the best way to tell it? And then once you tell it the best way to tell it, is that a book? Is yeah. that a podcast? Is yeah. that a coaching program? What is that? And then can you put that into a form that's more accessible to people? And that's mm-hmm. what I love about books is books are really accessible. They're the most accessible way to get the biggest impact out there. But I don't think you have to start with a book. And I don't think everybody needs a book right now, right here in this exact moment. Okay. That's perfect. And I appreciate that permission given because <laughs> you I have feel permission like to take the time you need in life to do the I feel like there was a time that like everybody was like, you have to write a book. And I'm like, why? <laughs> yeah, no. So yeah, I appreciate that. So this whole season, um, season nine, I can't even believe it of the nine. how she did that Congratulations. podcast. Nine, thank you. It's all about how she overcame. And I I wanted to showcase all of the amazing people that I know in my life who overcame something big and even like small things too, because I think sometimes we think that it does have to be something completely life-changing, like the story you're going to tell now, but also things that are small, but still impactful, you know, in terms of how it impacts our lives and our businesses. And so I really wanted to, to, like you were saying, be have a space for people to be able to tell their stories in this. So I'd love for you to share um, more about like your your story in terms of uh, what you overcame, and and then we're gonna dive into how. Um, and I think both are important. So go for it. I like to tell people that I've been a story coach since I was nine. And that's Mm -hmm. when I joined 4-H. And I had people around me that were, you had to give a presentation to get this like certain award that you wore on your weird little cap that you wear in (laughs) 4-H. You had to give a presentation. And I remember sitting in the audience giving my notes to the friends as a cheeky little nine-year-old on how people could tell their stories better. And then I remember going into high school 
and being like, uh, this idea of the X, Y, and Z makes you popular, makes you okay, or makes you valid is like not a story I want to buy into. Mm-hmm. So asking people, how can we change our story? And that question kind of led me through my life. And I started asking, how can I, how can I live a really great story? Mm-hmm. And that was all fun and games. And I was living a really great story until my brother got diagnosed with cancer. Mm. And I was in law school. I'd lived all abroad. I'd been like living in Italy and the Czech Republic and Ukraine. And I prided myself in going to the kind of places where you could probably get killed and (laughs) laughing at my mother for thinking that I was being ridiculous. And then, you know, I faced mortality Mm -hmm. straight on. My brother was diagnosed during the final finals of my law school life. And when everybody went off to take the bar, I was holding his hand at a chemo treatment. Mm -hmm. And by the next time the bar came around, I was holding his hand while he died. Mm. And I had this out of body experience where I felt like I was floating through the cosmos and everything that mattered was this like beautiful bright light Mm. and everything else. It didn't become darkness. It just faded away. And I've been searching for that moment my whole life since. Mm. And, you know, we hear these stories of people who had out-of-body experiences and they, you know, had transcendental meditation or they saw someone die and it changed their life. And, and then they talk about how they overcame it, but they, and they like change their life and live life, but they don't talk about the fact that it's really hard knowing what the hell you want to do with your life. Yeah. It's really hard getting that clarity. It's like, there's a reason Jesus talked to God and then disappeared for like 12 years of his life. There's a reason every story of a prophet is like, they get the word from the divine and then they can't handle it. And, and I had to become rock bottom suicidal before I actually faced that I couldn't live the story of success that I'd been sold as a younger person, especially mm-hmm. in law school. And so I asked myself, what does success really look like to me? And that's where I built this thing called the, the five R's. So it looked it looked like having time to rest. My dad and my grandpa are both farmers and they would come home and take a nap every day. Why can't I take a nap every day? I love that question. Yes. <laughs> because it's lazy, because I'm fat and I'll have people judge me because I'm the fat girl taking a nap. My dad and grandpa, my grandpa literally was 93. And I swear it's because he had a nap every day and a gin and tonic at five. Maybe (laughs) not while he was like working, but right. So why can't I have rest? Mm -hmm. I took, I remember, um, you know, I started my business and then I had this opportunity to work with this really amazing company. So I went and took that and then I left that and started my business again. And when I came back, I said, I'm going to take every November off because November is when my brother died. And everybody was like, how dare you take a whole month off in your business? And I was like, you're right. I should take four. And so I built four months of rest every quarter. You know, there's two months I'm working, one month I'm resting. And and when I incorporated that into my business, I saw it grow exponentially. When I actually took that rest, I saw it grow exponentially. So it wasn't like the stories I was being told was actually supporting me in my business, right? Right, um, right. So when we retell stories, when we look at those stories, when we analyze if the story is the best story we can tell, we're actually asking, is there a better way we can live? Yeah. And so then I asked, okay, what else do I need? And I was like, I need to read. So it was the first R is rest. The second is reading. And, you know, 
I'm a book nerd. I found a way to turn being a book nerd into a business. But so it's but it's about more than just reading. It's about learning. I need to be constantly on the forefront of everything. I need to be taking courses. I need to be meeting with people. I need to be learning things. So I need to be reading. And then I need to be reflecting. I need to be asking myself, I need to take time to shut out all the noise and ask myself what's working for me and what's not. Mm -hmm. Because when I didn't do that, I had a nervous breakdown, an actual nervous breakdown, like not a, oh, I'm having a nervous breakdown today, like an Mm -hmm. actual nervous breakdown. Right. Like a real one. (laughs) Like a real one, like a concern for my health kind of one. And then I then I have two other R's because I like five R's and I had like a sticker and it had five spots. So I gave it five R's. That was, this is how I decide things, stickers. <laughs> um, and one, and so I added resilience because I fully believe that the difference between success and failure is just keep going. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then I added repeat because you can't stop like resilience is friend talking to your friends. Resilience is learning how to like be in your body. Resilience is all these things that you like think about in how do you make it through the hard times in life. And repeating is just going back and doing those things over and over and over and rest, read, reflect, build resilience and repeat. And if you can do those five things, I don't care what money's in your bank account. I don't care what book you write. I don't care what spot you put on the New York Times bestseller. I don't care what you do in your life. You're going to live a really good life. If you do those five things, you're going to have a really great thriving business. If you do those five things, you're going to live in abundance. If you do those five things. Oh, I love all of this. And now I have questions. (laughs) Hit me with the questions. Yes. Hit me with them all. Yes. So let's talk about the rest first, because um, I am a huge proponent for rest. First of all, I take naps daily. Um, I always, when I'm doing master classes, one of the things that I always introduce myself is I believe that naps are my birthright. Like that is just who I am and how I roll. Right. Um, And one of the things that we started at the launch guild at my agency about probably four years ago, we started taking the last two weeks of December off. And then we were like, oh, this feels really good. And we all come back and we're all like happy and rested and ready to like rock it out in January. And we're like, well, why are we waiting until the end of the year to do this? Like, why don't we also do it in the middle of the year? So now we have full two weeks off for the entire company. Like if you email us, you will not hear from us until we get back Um, Juneteenth until uh, 4th of July. So that full two weeks. And I think that it was very similar, like, you know, when, when, when we started telling people this, they were like, well, how are you going to do that? Like, what if you have like clients in the middle of launches? And we're like, well, then we just won't have clients that are actively in launches. You know, we'll just say no to those people. (laughs) Like there are other people out there, you know? So I'm wondering in terms of the two months off the one or two months on one month of rest, I, in that month of rest, because my ADHD brain is going, okay, I would rest for like three days. And then I'd be like, what do I do? (laughs) What are you doing in that? Like, are you, do you travel in that? Like, what are you, how are you resting? So I have to say that this, this got a, there was a wrench thrown in this in 2022. Um, My nephew got diagnosed with cancer. So his cancer came back and then he died of cancer. And so it, it threw it off. So it was really it was really kind of like six months off in my business mm-hmm. and um, and things like that are going to happen in your business mm-hmm. and you're going to be tempted. I'm like, these aren't dumb. August was the month I had off, but he died at the end of August. Like I found myself wishing he died sooner because my month of rest was almost off. Mm-hmm. And that's when I knew I had a, I thought I had a good relationship with rest and I didn't. I'd been like, oh, that's okay if I burn out right now because 
I'll be arresting in August. Right. And that's okay <laughs> if I work in August because I'll be burning, I'll have in three months another break. So it's fine. So I think that it actually started being kind of like a, a little too long. Mm-hmm. It was a little too long because it felt like I couldn't, if I took this much time, I couldn't take in enough. So this year I've been trying to build two week breaks in a little bit more often. Okay. And what that looks like for me is I just block my calendar and I was like, oh my God, how am I going to explain this to everybody and everything? I just blocked my calendar. I'm like, yeah, I'm out that week. Like mm-hmm. I'm not there. And people don't ask. My clients don't care. They just set the next account appointment two weeks from now. Like yeah. there's, I, we're writing books. We're not, I'm not like a nurse saving lives in the ER. <laughs> they don't need me. They don't even need your lodge. Like you can move <laughs> your lodge a week before, a week after it's going to be okay. Yes. And I just have to keep reminding myself that like, so I had a big, huge launch for my Write Your Friggin' Book Already program in December. Mm-hmm. And at the end of that launch, I ended up in the ER. <laughs> and I had to tell everybody I knew that I this big thing that we were just about to start and I was super excited about starting wasn't going to start and I didn't know when I'd be back. Mm-hmm. And every single one of my clients, every single one said, okay. Everyone that was on a payment plan was like, I will st- keep paying you. I had multiple ones writing back to me saying, Thank you for modeling true rest and true self-care. And so if you do this, you're going to get awesome clients. My 30K VIP mega CEO clients that are like celebrities that I'm helping them tell a different story or transition in life in their like company or something, they come to me because I take time off. Mm -hmm. So we can see this as like, yeah, if it repels someone, good. Good. So I do the logistics. I set the logistics up. I tell people, Hey, I'm someone who takes rest off and I talk about rest a lot. So when I take the rest, they can't be like, what? I'm surprised. I thought you were going to work 24 seven. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) you set yourself up. You just tell your clients, like you were saying, you just tell your clients, we don't work these weeks. Yeah. Yeah. You pre-frame it. And then the the people that are supposed to be there and who fully understand that and will honor that are the people that show up for you. So that's fantastic. Okay. I want you to tell me a little bit more about write it down in color. Oh yeah. So, oh, wait, hold up. Oh, I guess this is not a, this is a podcast. It's, I was going to yeah. show you. So um, I have a color code. I have like right here next to me at all times are highlighters and multiple mm-hmm. color pins. And I think I take the three things that matter to me the most in life. I take creative breaks, like times where I'm actually creative. So I block out creative breaks and rest breaks differently. I used to call the same thing. I used to try to be creative during my rest breaks and I couldn't breathe. I needed to rest. So I, every week I look at my passion planner. It's a planner that I love and I highlight all the times that I'm the most creative. I know now the times in my life where I'm most creative. I highlight that and I block it out. It's in blocked out my Google calendar, my client calendar, and my like everything. And I physically put it in my calendar in a color, in green. It's green for me. So I call this the stoplight method of time management. Then I take my red highlighter. It's more like pink, but we're going to call this red. And I block out rest. And I block out significant portions of rest. I block out my mornings. I block out my evenings to remind myself I don't get to wake up and work and I don't get to work until I pass out. Mm -hmm. I block out every Sunday and I block out a one or two kind of like bigger chunks in the beginning of the week to kind of like settle into the week. And then everything else is yellow and yellow is where 
the to-do list goes. Yellow is where you can go to Target and re- make those returns. Yellow is where you can meet with clients. Yellow is where anything else that's not rest or creativity goes. And I find that I can look at my calendar and I can ask myself, did I put green anywhere? Mm-hmm. And you might think, oh, that's great for you, right? Lauren, you're a writer. But if you're a business owner, creativity is the number one thing you need to huffar, like harness and foster in your life. Absolutely. And if you aren't putting any green spots, you're doing something wrong and you're hurting yeah. your business. And if you don't have any rest, you're doing something wrong and you're hurting your business. Yeah. And I don't like wrong is subjective. I don't want to like shame you, but it helps me see if I'm prioritizing my life, like physically see, I don't write what anything is in there. I just block the times out. And then I take blue for business meetings, orange for personal meetings, and purple for self-care. And I block all of my calendar out without writing any of the stuff I'm actually doing. And then I ask, I look at the colors and I ask myself, is this the life I want to live? Mm. The story I want to tell. Mm-hmm. When I had that out-of-body experience and I saw what friggin' mattered to me, mm-hmm. is that reflected in my schedule this week? Yeah. And I don't write what those schedules are because I can look and be like, I have way too much orange and I just cross out ones and whatever they are, they're leaving. Friends, sorry, we're going to next week. Clients, sorry, we're going to next week. I really ruthlessly prioritize the things that matter to me in my schedule. And I do that by color coding it before I even put in what the thing is. Because if I put in the client's name, I will not want to. Um, yeah, you'll be like, oh, I really want to see her. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, or like a friend's name. Like, oh, yeah, right. beers with, like, I have beers with a friend this week that I canceled because I was like, mm, I don't drink beer. And also, <laughs> like, why am I going? <laughs> Like, let's choose something else. Want to go for a walk and talk right. instead. Like, during <laughs> yeah. my during my rest period, I'm going to go to the art museum. Do you want to come with me instead? Right? right. Like, how do we how do we actually make our schedules work for the life we want to live instead of the life we think we should? Yeah, I love that you said that because actually, right before you and I hopped on a call, I was talking to somebody um, about one of my programs. And she was asking, she, she is a singer also. Um, and she was like, I know you have a degree in musical theater. Like, do you ever still get to do theater? Like, or is your, has your agency just taken over your life? And I'm like, no, I still do theater. Like yes. I'm still, <laughs> I was like, I, first of all, I take karaoke breaks every single day and just sing in my office or in the middle of my living room. Hell yes. And then, and, and then yes. yeah, at least a couple times a year, you know, now that the world has reopened and everything, I'm auditioning for shows and for community theater around here. Because when I started my business, it was about prioritizing the things that were important to me. So that included naps, that included being able to be creative and still do theater, that included, you know, spending time with my husband and being able to go say, like, I'm going to go to lunch with him in the middle of the day because I feel like it, you know? So if you start with that, if you start with whether it's color coding or Danny on my team knows to block out the first uh, hour of my day for like me doing workouts and me just like having self-reflection time and everything. And that's okay. And like you, like you've said multiple times, like it will help your business in the long run and it will help you create a business that you don't want to burn down also. Yes. <laughs> like be the kind of boss you wish you had, yeah. like mm-hmm. have the Google kind of like life that yeah. people <laughs> swear they have at Google, but they don't really actually have the work-life balance. It's just to keep right. it there. But yeah, like be the kind of boss that you want to have. Yeah. Oh, this was such a great conversation. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me on. This was lovely and talking about all the things I love the most. Yes. We are going to have all of your links to all of the places on show notes. So everybody definitely head on over there for more of your amazing goodness. So is Instagram the place that you feel like you hang out the most? 
Listen, I am a millennial, possibly the end of Gen X. I don't get TikTok, but I try. I try really hard to get you TikTok. You do so. really good. <laughs> so let's hang out on both TikTok and Instagram. But Instagram, okay. I get more because I'm a millennial. <laughs> I too. What are, what did they call us? I was born in 81. So I call, think they call us Zennials. 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 Okay. Like, I was 82. On, so yeah. Yeah. So I'm a Zennial. So yeah. It, TikTok, I just do for fun. Like it's just me singing on there for the most part. But I get it. I get it. <laughs> Well, thank you for your time. Thanks so much. Thank you all. Bye. Thanks for listening. Before you go, be sure to head over to TashaBooth.com forward slash podcast to read the show notes and learn more about my upcoming programs, masterclasses, and live events. And if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review and subscribe. Until next time.